everybody. It's your host, Natalie, of the Energy Medicine Podcast. I am so happy and honored to be here today, and I wanted to start off this podcast by just sharing that in this space, we will be uncovering and exploring all things energy medicine, all things expansion, coming home to yourself, that inner union of masculine and feminine, soul business, energetics and strategy, anything else. If there is, I'll throw it in here. And yeah, I just wanted to create my first podcast episode and really and truly reintroduce myself because it has been a while. Who am I? I am a multidimensional energy healer and activator and psychic medium. I am a certified embodiment and subconscious mind coach. I have been studying energy healing and the spiritual realm since I was 15. I have always been very much in tune with the spiritual realm all of my life, but at age 15, I had this psychic awakening that forever changed my life. I spent my late teens, my mid to late teens, and my 20s deep diving into these concepts of like what it truly means to be a psychic woman, like the chain breaker of your lineage. I spent my 20s deep diving into healing modalities like EFT, Kundalini Yoga, the Akashic Records, Kundalini Reiki, Usui Reiki, Shamanic Reiki. They all have like slightly different different flavors and textures, breath work, meditation, and feminine embodiment. I also studied under multiple psychologists and neuroscientists, one of them being I, I did like a an apprenticeship for about a year one-on-one with a somatic Um, experiencing psychotherapist and I was really studying that to heal my own sexual traumas so you name it I have tried it I spent almost a complete summer in Costa Rica studying energy healing one-on-one with a beautiful beautiful medicine woman And I'm just so grateful for my path. It has not been an easy one. I'm not going to sit here and bullshit to y'all and try to say that, like, this has been easy or, you know, (laughs) this has definitely been quite the journey, healing myself from sexual trauma, healing myself from eating disorders. I used to um, be very destructive towards myself with drinking, drugs, Um, self-harm. And these spaces that I've explored have really, 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 truly liberated me and allowed me to come home to myself. 
And so today for my beautiful clients, I integrate all of this into my containers. I am a Leo sun, an Aquarius moon, and a Capricorn rising, and a manifesting generator, and a life path number five. So things get a little wild around here. I'm a little bit of a wild card. And on my first episode, I just wanted to set the container that I might change my mind. I am constantly growing. I am constantly putting myself into expansive containers, investing in myself. I have personal trainer, crypto coach, multiple personal development coaches, multiple business um, managers, and it just goes on and on and on. I am constantly expanding, so that means my my viewpoint on here might change. One day I might say the sky is blue. The next I might be like, mm, it's giving me, you know, some aquamarine vibes. <laughs> you just never know what you're going to get over here. Um, but I would like to say, looking back at all of the things I've created, my Instagram, I've stayed pretty consistent over the years. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to let y'all know that I am a little wild card. Um, I show up proudly equal parts woo-woo, spiritual, and equal parts scientific. Sometimes I get really annoyed with spirituality and then I go to studies, you know, quantum physics or somatic experiencing or, you know, the humanistic approach in psychology. And then I'll just like go straight back to spirituality and it's kind of this dance. Um, but I just believe like they're two sides of the same coin. It's all different lenses to view the exact same thing. And, um, share a little bit of my story and it's just that I have always been an entrepreneur and I have always been a medicine woman and up until like my mid-20s I thought that I had to be one or the other and it's so interesting because it totally ties into what I do now which is like very much medicine woman work and also helping light workers and psychics amplify their business and amplify their spiritual gifts. So it's like, I just have it on my Instagram now. I'm just like, yeah, I'm a business meets like quantum alchemy. And if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. But those that get it, they're like soul sisters to me. And, um, Anyways, so my journey started at age 10. <laughs> I was dancing, I was competing, and I took it very seriously. This was like my first concept of like ritual. I would just like, I was practicing all the time. And um, then the competition started happening and I got into makeup and I was like, what even is this oh my god i started painting my face i took it so seriously i was practicing and um then i had a very traumatic breakup at age 13 rocked my boat <laughs> byron randall i'll never forget it um <laughs> i was shooketh and <laughs> My mom was like trying to make me feel better. And she was like, 
there's this modeling school, but you also, half of it is learning how to do makeup and hair. You know, I will like, I will sign, sign you up for this. Do you want to do it? And I was like, fuck yes, like sign me up. And so I learned how to do professional makeup. And then I was like, ooh, this modeling situation, what's going on here? And I just dipped my little toesies into that world. And I ended up um, booking a few modeling jobs here in Texas. Um, and they were very small jobs, you know. But hey, I, it was like I got Dillard's, you know. Anyways, um, but then this whole makeup thing, I was like, this is my jam. Like I was living it up in those realms. And um, eventually I went to a job and I saw, or I met this makeup artist who did fashion jobs here in Texas and also weddings. And I, my mom was still driving me around at this point. And she was like, do you want to be my assistant and I'll pay you? And I was like, fuck yes. I was like shouting it from the rooftops. I'm a makeup artist. And, <laughs> and I was so excited and that's what I would do. Like I was a hustler, y'all. Like I was promoting myself as a makeup artist. I was promoting myself as a model. I was submitting myself to agencies all around the world at like 13, 14, um, begging my mom to pay for me to do photo shoots um, and that was it, you know, like I was doing my friend's makeup for their prom, getting paid for that. Like I was like a hustler <laughs> and I remember at age 18, all the agencies like from 13 to 18, they were like, Natalie, you're too fat. Like you're not going to be a model. And I was like, bitch, like watch me. <laughs> no, really. I took it to heart. I was like eating disordered out, like but also didn't let anything stop me, but was definitely starving myself. Um, and then at age 18, I was like, I got to give this up. I've been trying for like, can I do math? Like five years. And I took on acting, which was a huge stretch for me because like I was not an actor. I was the introverted wallflower, every once in a while extroverted, but like, not an actor. I went to this party with this agency, signed as an actor, actress, and there was this agent here and he beelined it for me at the party and he was like, you need to be a plus size model. I can get you signed tomorrow. This is, this is it. Like, you should be a plus size model. And I was, after being told I was too fat for like ever, I was like, wow, that's rude. Like, no, I'm not a plus size model. And he was like, no, 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 you don't understand. It starts at size four, six, which is ridiculous. And I was like, okay, maybe I am a plus size model. Like three months after that, I moved to New York. I was still doing makeup for uh, other models in New York on the side. Um, but I started working almost immediately. And that was my life from 13 all the way up until the pandemic last year. And what's interesting is that I never realized how much modeling was entrepreneurship. 
I was promoting myself. I was networking. I was, you know, working hard on the side, doing what it had to take. I was, you know, dealing with fail, what I thought was failure. I was failing upwards, um, but dealing with that rejection, learning how to be, uh, sit with clients, meeting new people, um, managing my money, all of the things, growing my money. And it served me. Like I, I now know the grit that it takes to get from point A to point B. And I'm really, really grateful. And it's so interesting because when people, <laughs> I tell people, yeah, I used to be a professional model. Um, they're like, oh, that must have been so materialistic, blah, blah, blah. And yes, it was. It was. I mean, I still love to look nice and buy nice things. But I was studying spirit on the side like it was it was my job because a part of me knew that one day it would be my job. It was just a matter of time. And um, yeah, like I always felt this weird contradiction because I would be on set. Um, I was modeling for people like InStyled Magazine, um, Abercrombie, um, by the end of the pandemic, I was up for like literally about to book Estee Lauder and Playboy and um, lots of things were happening for me and they did happen for me. But like I always felt this contradiction of like how can I be a woman that is very entrepreneur, has an entrepreneur heart, um, is also a model and loves beauty and makeup and hair and like glamour and doesn't want to just dress in like harem pants and linens <laughs> and also very shamanic and also very spiritual and how can all of this coexist and so what ended up happening was I had to get really uncomfortable being all of me I had to get really real on all the places that I was denying these parts of me because even if I was the girl that loved makeup and loved to be in front of the camera and loved to be glamorous, on the weekends of throughout my entire journey, I was sitting with God. You know, like in, in high school, I had a little cave in my room where I would write letters to Jesus and like literally be like like crying out and like in in Jesus's presence. And I just thought all of this was so shameful. I shamed myself for being a model. I shamed myself for loving money. I shamed myself for admitting that that I co-create healing spaces with Jesus. All of these elements that on the outside looking in, people would be like, how do all these pieces fit together? Is, is thinking that the pieces need to fit together confines or it confined my truest expression. Thinking that the pieces needed to fit together confined God from working through me because God made me to be contradicting AF. God made me like, you know, here's the thing. We are here to change the world. So like we're not meant to fit in. You know, like we are here to literally shake up this fucking paradigm. So like if you're feeling like out of place, that's for a reason. Like I I had this like, the, oh God, <laughs> <Whew>. <laughs> I 
I had this realization. I was like, I am too hippie for the bougie people and I'm too bougie for the hippies. And I am too like normal, quote unquote, whatever that means, for some spiritual people. And I'm like way too out there for the quote unquote normal people. And I even saw this in some of my like friendship circles whenever I used to rave back in the day. Like I, there's all these different groups in, in the rave scene. There's like the trance group, the bass group. And like, even then I'm like, I'm too trance for the, the bass heads and I'm too like much of a bass head for the trance people. Like I've literally never fully fit in. And I used to let that, you know, steal my shine. And then at some point I was like, yeah, you're not supposed to fit in anywhere and neither are you. Like we are here to shake it up. We are here to be like, people for people to question us you know and to be curious about us to be curious about our light and so whenever we try to make sense of like whoa like (laughs) i like this but also i'm i'm really embodied in this no you're not supposed to make sense of it because once you start doing that you're already out of source you're already out of god if you just anchor into your your truest self and let god do the rest that's when magic can literally be co-created through you. I recently was trying to make sense of something I'm launching and I'm not going to tell you what it is because it's a secret and it's so fucking fun. You're going to love it. Um, But I was trying to make sense of it and I was like, well, the branding would go better with all the other branding that I have for all my other projects if I did it this way. But I really feel my heart being pulled this way where the branding doesn't even make half of a sense. (laughs) But I just had to like follow where my heart was being pulled because making sense is such like a human construct. The work that we are doing is it's not supposed to make sense because God, you can't like quantum physics tries to measure God to this day, but it still quite can't quite get there. So like why the heck do we think that we need to make sense of ourselves and make sense of what God is trying to channel through us? Another little piece of wisdom is that when you are putting a cap on your expression and that could look like, oh, I'm too out there or whatever, you're putting a cap on how much receiving you can do. Like, you are limiting the flow of how much of God, like God wants to bless you because you're like dimming your light and you're essentially like in the quantum field, you're like giving off this like wishy-washy, like fearful energy because you're like, what are people going to think? And that's like fucking with your receiving. And I had something really fucking funny happen recently. Um, I got dumped by this guy because he said my, like I was too woo woo. And a year ago or six months ago, even that would have like hurt my feelings so freaking much. But because I'm, and I know who I am. And also because I know that like having somebody that even slightly thought that about me in my field, like I understand the energetics, like I happily let it go. And so with you, like, if you're worried about that, 
you're either going to plant a seed in somebody's consciousness. So I probably planted a lot of seeds in that guy's consciousness. Um, you're either going to plant a seed or you're going to positively like it'll you'll see the seed planted like pretty, 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 pretty clearly and quickly, you know, but like if you were to turn down your light, you wouldn't have that that ripple effect. Your medicine wouldn't have the ripple effect. And so another great thing to note, and I'm just dropping so I didn't even come plan to come on here and drop these many codes, but it's happening. Another thing that is important to note is that your light literally illuminates people's shadows. So like I could feel it with that guy, like my light, like me being like, yeah, I worked with my client today with the Yoni wand. <laughs> like we were like all up in there and like we we're just blah, blah. and um, your light literally illuminates shadows. It stirs the pot on people's demons. Like I literally saw an entity in his apartment um within like an hour of me being there because like our light literally it's like illuminating shadows like making people feel uncomfortable what you work with the yoni one what even is that and then like it's just stirring the pot you know just by you being a light and for some people that are already in the light and deeply embodied it amplifies that's why when you get a bunch of spiritual people that are like really anchored it's like a vortex. But then whenever somebody's not anchored in their truth and not in their light yet, it can make them feel uncomfortable. And so by you being like, oh, what are they going to think of me? I'm like so witchy doing like my yoni rituals. Oh, I can't share this with the world. <sighs> You're not realizing just by you showing up like as you, the ripple effect it has on people. Like it's so, you are so freaking powerful just by you owning you, own you, own you, just do it. I think that this is all that I have for all of you right now. If you desire support with any of this, I have space in my one-on-one mentorship right now. I have one space um, until the end of April. And my prices go up February 1st. They go up double the amount. So you want to get in now. And this space is for women that want to activate their psychic abilities, deepen into their unapologetic embodiments, and start their healing business, get clients, hit their first 10K month. And, um, but it's also not limited to business owners. I have worked with women that really just want to heal from sexual distortions, sexual traumas, eating disorders, women that want to amplify their creative abilities and their gifts and go back to creating art again. I recently just helped, uh, somebody come home to themselves so that they could start their art gallery, Um, I've worked with doctors that just want to understand their spiritual experiences. So it's not just for spiritual entrepreneurs. Um, If for any reason that you're attracted to me and my work, like I said, the time is now, baby. My prices are doubling in February. Um, And I look forward to this podcast journey. Um, If you have found this podcast useful, subscribe, share, and um, follow me on Instagram if you're not already, natalie underscore 
T-O-R-R-E, Torre. And otherwise, I will be seeing and speaking to all of you later. Thank you.